Welcome to Solutions for Health and Happiness with Claire and Helen, the Lightning Process team. Want to live a life you love? Start here. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of our podcast series. I'm Helen Harding and my co-host is Claire Brooker. Hello. We got our first iTunes rating uh, recently of four stars, which we're absolutely thrilled with and some great feedback with it. So a big thank you to Ron for taking the time to leave us a review. It's really appreciated. Thanks very much, Ron. Now, on the last show, we shared our top tips for living purposefully. So let's recap on those. The first tip was to stop chronic busyness and distraction and schedule some alone time for yourself. Ask yourself useful questions like, how alive do I feel on a scale of one to 10? Listen to yourself rather than living a script that others have written for you. Live purposefully every day by deciding each morning how you want to do your day. We got lots of brilliant feedback on our last podcast and what seemed to really resonate with you was the problem of being chronically busy. So we thought we'd dig into this a bit more and go into some more detail. And interestingly, this is something we've had to do some work on ourselves recently too. Absolutely. Lots of learning (laughs) has been had, so we thought we'd share it with you. It seems that in our society, being busy is something we feel is necessary to lead a productive and accomplished life. Have you noticed how busy everyone is? Busy achieving, you know, busy tweeting, Facebooking sending emails, running from this thing to the next. Have you also noticed how everyone's on their phones all of the time as well, when you're travelling, when you're walking around the streets? Totally. But almost everyone we know is busy, and they feel guilty or nervous when they're not working or not doing something that they feel is productive. You know, for me personally, I think this manic busyness and achieving was a contributing factor for my health plummeting years ago. So today we're exploring, you know, whether being or doing busy is all it's cracked up to be. So why all this busyness? The Busy Trap by Tim Creeder, and apologies if I got your name wrong, Tim, I'm not quite sure of how you pronounce it, but in the New York Times he says, busyness serves as a kind of essential reassurance, a hedge against emptiness. Obviously, your life cannot possibly be silly or trivial or meaningless, if you're so busy, completely booked, in demand every hour of the day. That's such a good quote. I know I've worn busyness as a badge of honour in the past. You know, I say to friends, do you know what? I'm just so busy. And when friends ask, are you busy? It seems reassuring when you can say, yeah, you know what? I am. Saying you're not busy almost seems to have a subtle negative associated with it. You know, friends' faces suddenly wear a concerned expression. Why is she not busy? Is something wrong? These expressions seem to ask. And recently I found myself working on a lot of different projects all at once. And a lot of times I found myself doing really, really busy. Mm-hmm. And it's not focusing on what I should be doing and prioritising jobs that's caused that busyness. And this is something I've really had to work hard at pulling back on and and getting refocused. I really resonate with that, Helen. Last week, I would say I had 
such a busy week with lots of different clients, lots of different things going on work-wise, also seeing friends and family. And I just knew I was falling into that busy trap. And then on Monday, I was, I was so tired. I was doing tiredness. And I thought, right, this is the time to refuel and take some time for myself and to take stock. And sometimes we just need to have a day out. Mm. It's really useful for us to have these productive days where you can get loads of stuff done that's been hanging over you. And I think it's Tim Ferriss of 4-Hour Workweek fame who calls these massive action days. It seems reasonable to have those sorts of days. However, not every day has to be a massive action day. And if it is, then we're in danger of burning out. That's so true. Um, And just referencing Tim Creeder again in his article, The Busy Trap, he suggests that idleness is not just a vacation an indulgence or a vice. It is as indispensable to the brain as vitamin D is to the body. The space and quiet that idleness provides is a necessary condition for standing back from life and seeing it whole, for making unexpected connections and waiting for the wild summer lightning strikes of inspiration. He says it's paradoxically necessary to getting any work done. Now, as a kind of overachiever in my past life, I found, I found this quote from him absolutely fascinating. It is, and I'm really glad you read that because I've just seen a word that I would probably have got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. When I reflect on clients and myself who've gone through the lightning process training and come out the other side well and healthy, there seems to be this unconscious urge to busy up our lives. This really makes sense if you think about it. If you've been ill for a prolonged period of time, you'll want to do everything that you've not been able to do for ages. And for clients, this healthy desire to do all of those things that they want to do can turn into some sort of manic busyness at times. If we notice this happening, well, and it's quite easy to spot by the way, symptoms are feeling irritable, frayed, overwhelmed, disconnected even around people you love and finding it a bit tricky to unwind at night or on holiday there's often a sense of you know not being having or doing enough and another great way to tell if this is happening to you is if you lose your sense of humor quite often our follow-up appointments move on from getting people on track and dealing with their original issues to how it's appropriate and reasonable to relax and and just chill out at times Mm. emptying time in our diaries where you can just relax is so essential and we actually call it a skill because it really is for some of us we have to learn how to relax and quieten our minds in order to stay healthy and happy most of us avoid relaxation and quiet time like the plague and i know again i reference my past life here helen i used to avoid it like the plague i just really didn't feel comfortable You get twitchy, don't you? Get a bit twitchy, exactly. (laughs) It's a really good way of saying it. And um, an American life coach, Martha Beck, who I really recommend, she's brilliant, believes that quiet time doesn't really feel that quiet for for a lot of us. And I'll just go into that in a bit more detail. Um, What she means by this is that when we have that time to ourselves where we don't have any distractions at all, 
sometimes we can start to do some uncomfortable feelings and these could be you know feelings of anger grief some stress guilt or regret that's just been unaddressed so in this sense keeping busy can distract us from these uncomfortable feelings that we haven't worked through or, or processed which is really interesting it is and also i've spoken to a lot of clients that have taken up things like meditation mm. and for them when they start just being able to try and empty their mind from all of these busy yeah. thoughts has been a real challenge mm. So, we thought we'd give you some tips, and our top tips for giving yourself some quiet time is to start prioritising some time in your diary where you can just relax. See it as necessary as oxygen is, and you'll have to take our word for this until you begin to feel it, but soon the restorative power of relaxing will become self-evident. You'll start to reconnect with your core self, and the world will start to feel easier to navigate. And I think, you know, our second step really is to chunk this down. You don't have to go on some kind of silent retreat to start getting the benefits today. Add just a few minutes of nothing to your schedule each day and you'll still feel the benefit. Yeah, well worth trying out. Another thing is to protect your relaxation time. Your friends, your family may not get why you need that 15 minutes to yourself. So sometimes there's no point in trying to explain it. Just excuse yourself firmly and unapologetically with minimum information. For example, I just need a few minutes to myself or I'm sorry, I've already got an appointment booked in. And yes, that appointment's with yourself, but they don't need to know that. Absolutely. And I think another important thing, which would be our fourth tip, is to be okay about your feelings. And I know that seems a bit of a weird statement, but in the lightning process, we call negative or limiting thoughts, feelings, symptoms, the pit. Now, every human being experiences the pit, and these feelings are not wrong or naughty in any way. There is light and dark in all of us. As these feelings are consciously experienced, they go away, which is good news indeed. However, if you feel uncomfortable about taking some quiet time for yourself, then it could also be useful to discuss these feelings with a trusted friend, relative or professional. Just talking to someone about it will be a very important step for you. And the last tip is make it a habit. You know how Claire and I are all about lasting change. Well, if you can commit to 10 minutes of quiet, empty time each day, you'll really reap the benefits. As you give your core self this brief period of attention, you'll connect with the real thoughts and feelings, your passion and purpose, and the life that you're supposed to live. But only if you keep it up daily. So remember, finding yourself doesn't require you to fly to Tibet or to go to a retreat. Just consistently keep minimal commitment to an empty time for yourself every day. We really appreciate you spending time with us and we really hope you enjoyed this podcast and try out some of our tips for yourself. If you have any questions about the lightning process, we are happy to call you or we will respond to any emails personally. You can contact us at the website, which is www.lightningprocess.co.uk. And while you're there, you can keep in touch with us by signing up to our newsletter. For the latest updates and events, you can download transcripts of these podcasts there too. We'd also love it if you just take a little bit of time to leave us a review on iTunes, which will really help us raise the profile of this podcast 
and also the lightning process. So if you feel it's been beneficial, please leave us a review. That would be great. Well, in the meantime, have a great week and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, you're one step closer to living a life you love.